0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Righteous Gemstones, Season 1, Episode 3. It's called, They Are Weak, But He Is Strong. So full spoilers for the episode as always. And we're a little bit early with this one because HBO put out their Sunday night programming a couple of days early on all the streaming apps. So, here we are. I'm going to talk about Episode Mm -hmm. 3. So we're actually early for, I mean, not early compared to when it opened the streaming service, but we're, we're beating the, the airing, the actual airing on the, the network. We're beating. So look at us. We're ahead of the curve for a change. Uh, what? I know, right? Uh, so this episode is instantly the worst of the three episodes because there's no Keef.
1: <laughs> well, I watched the trailer for the the next episode and it is heavy on the Keef.
0: Good, good. because like,
1: I- The trailer itself is just like a little mini... <laughs> really
0: good. I I missed Keith. I missed Keith's ballsack. I missed all all the Keith things we've <laughs> had. We've got had. plenty
1: of ballsack in this episode.
0: <laughs> That's true. There was plenty of ballsack in this episode. More more than I'm happy with. And honestly, uh, you get a lot of a, a body double because I refused to believe that what that was Walton Goggins' penis and balls in that scene for a second. But it was so it was so cleverly shot so that they could use a, a body double for for the nudity. They just wanted the joke. Um, yeah, of him standing up, because uh, he's in like a, like a, was that a bathtub? Yeah, it's like a bathtub outdoors, and it looks kind of filthy. And I don't know if it's meant to be dirty water, if it's just no, he's put a bunch of shit in it, and it just looks that color. Um,
1: I don't know, it's probably water that has been changed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to look like he does though. I knew he was going to be in this episode. I was not expecting the the white hair. Uh, oh
1: yeah, he looks amazing.
0: <laughs> it's a very different character than I'm used to Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, well, that's his character's name is Bill, uh Billy. Uh but I I you know I'm so used to Walton Goggins playing the Dickbag, usually racist. He may still be racist in this. I mean it would still fit the the whole
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh thing, but um very different. You going
1: with this Sheriff of Red Rocks character from Hateful
0: Um <laughs> uh, well Hateful Eight, I mean I know him mainly from The Shield. Um you know he's he's always going to be Shane from The Shield uh f- f- for me um because that's what he was in he was in seven seasons of that and he was great in that um i always like to crack a joke actually he had, he had this because they were corrupt cops in that show and he always had this 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 same alias that he'd always use uh if he had to use a fake name he'd always say cletus van damme and i once pitched a show where cletus van damme and arc vanderley teamed up to solve cases because i thought that was really funny and if you don't get that joke uh, arc vanderley was the I alias know. that george always used on seinfeld and that was just i don't know i, I love the idea that these two characters both had their set alias he's also add in burt macklin from a uh, parts and records suppose if you want to he's the fbi guy <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah we're introduced to billy who is uh, the brother-in-law of eli uh, his sister was his wife and uh, Eli's wife, not his own wife, because <laughs> we meet his own wife. We, we meet uh, Tiffany, aunt Aunt Tiffany. Uh, we meet.
1: Yeah, she's a uh, she's a lot.
0: She's a lot. <laughs> she she's very young. He's he's married a young trophy wife, um, uh, although it does have the one notable exception of really really bad teeth, um, uh, comically bad, and. <laughs> That's a thing that sort of played up throughout the episode, but so we find out the 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 new church that was opening is in this mall. The the one that uh, uh, oh god, what was his last name again? The pastor. Um, uh,
1: seasons.
0: Seasons, yes. So see the what seasons? John Wesley seasons. John Wesley seasons. Um, so he. You know, him and the others were upset about this new church opening. We find out it's in a mall. It's actually in a mall. It's like a movie theater in a mall. They just walk into this. Yeah. It used to be a Sears, and now it's it's just this modern It's so funny
1: because living out here, or I was living in Virginia, right next to Liberty University, which is a a church that disguises itself as a school. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> but they have so much money because they're a church and they don't have to pay all the taxes that regular schools do. So they keep buying up more and more of the city of Lynchburg. And when Sears like started to sell off their in the mall started to go... They bought the Sears and turned it into their like Liberty University um, online college facility. Joe, what's
0: jo- jo so funny about it is I think in the metaphor of the show, because we're comparing everything they're doing to the mafia and how commercial it is. The, the idea that they take uh-huh. a, a you know a lot in a mall that used to be a Sears and turn it into like one of their outlets is really funny but the fact that it's kinda really happened as well is even funnier. Yeah. A, oh, definitely. Also, <laughs> I, I love how you'll casually name drop where you used to live, Now You'll actually name the city because you don't live there anymore. Because you I don't live
1: there anymore, it doesn't yeah, matter. exactly.
0: But I'm just I'm pointing that out. Just in case anyone wants to try and stalk. Uh, the, the, the city's <laughs> vacant now. Um, of anyone worth stalking. Sorry, City of Lynchburg. I don't, I don't, maybe you are get nice people there. I don't know. Tower's the little one I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's, there's at least one I know about actually who sh- strikes me as a loser, but that's that's a conversation for elsewhere. Um, so we it's
1: not Jerry Falwell, he's dead.
0: I have no idea who that is. I know who you're about. <laughs> um, so so we, we he comes to town. He's going to run this this small church, and we see him come in. We see him talk to Eli, and Eli. You know, they don't have this great relationship. It's kind of an awkward sort of thing with them. And he's like, oh, you know, I wouldn't normally take a position like this. You know, I'm used to doing coliseums, but I'll do a favour at you because you're family. And you know, he's treating it like he's doing him the favour, whereas Eli thinks he's doing Bill the favour because he's like giving him a job because he's kind of pathetic and needs the work. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: Eli sees himself in a very different light than uh, <laughs> where he actually is.
0: Yeah. And e- Eli gives him a really sort of like mediocre introduction on stage to his first show that's what i'm going to call it. it's a show <laughs> um, yeah yeah uh and he, he's preaching he's doing his thing and he's like can i got an amen and yada 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 uh you know all that bollocks um you
1: mean the uh the speech about how this used to be a place where you can buy power tools but now you could buy jesus but you can't put them on layaway <laughs> yes i don't know what that means <laughs>
0: You can't you you can't just like bank him for later and be good. Like you have to be good the whole time. Well, you know, like if, oh, look if, at you. if 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 buying Jesus is goodwill because you're being a good person, you can't just be a shitty person and just be good at the end. Even though born again Christians are totally a thing, and they say you can be forgiven and blah 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 blah. Let's um, the whole thing's flawed. Let's be honest.
1: Uh, <laughs> People like a comeback story.
0: <laughs> Hence, why Jesus rose from the grave after about three days. <laughs> The biggest comeback story of the century. <laughs> <laughs> or the millennia, even at this point. <laughs> it was a while ago now. Um
1: Yeah. Well. Supposedly.
0: <laughs> if you believe it happened, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apologies to any religious viewers who maybe listen to this review. We're both atheists we're going to crack. There's jokes. no way they're
1: watching Righteous Chapst. Probably
0: not. No, they probably hate it with a passion. Um so yeah, so so, uh, and we also see Billy come over and introduce the uh, the the wife to the the, the siblings, you know, to Jesse, Judy, and, and Kelvin, and the, I will say, I mean, I joked that this this episode was the weakest of the three. Um, I do actually think I believe that mainly just because I don't think there was as many scenes that were like proper laugh out loud like you know made me heart laughing kind of you know because i think the first episodes both had like a few of those this one doesn't mm-hmm. quite have that although i do enjoy this scene it
1: has a pretty strong ending though
0: the ending's pretty strong um but she she, she, she oh you know, high and she's like oh i'm you know i know i'm younger than all three of you um but like i'm going to be a good auntie and like whatever uh <laughs> you know, one of them's like oh we're just going to call you you know tiffany we don't you know no need for labels and she goes oh i want to be called auntie and like it's like i, I know baby i know hey guys guys she was really looking forward to becoming an aunt. could you call her aunt auntie tiffany and i think it's just kelvin his own. he's like okay auntie tiffany it's like it's like make them all do it all three <laughs> of you all three of you come on do it for your, your new aunt <laughs>
1: yeah this could be um a bit much but like uh in a scene but i think walton goggins reaction to it and everyone else like kind of sells it i think i think we're still funny
0: what gets me about the whole teeth gag that's going on throughout this episode is that he actually brings it up in front of her and she's like complaining about her sore teeth he's like oh we're going to get you checked out and you're perfect outside of those horrible teeth like he basically says that to her and it's like yeah it's maybe like a sweet moment he's basically
1: treating her like you're 10 so long as we can fix you, <laughs> <laughs> you will be a ten <laughs>
0: uh, you will be a ten once I'm, once I'm done uh, paying for for alterations uh so now, nah, so that was a fun scene, um but obviously the big stuff in this episode is him coming back and him running this church he obviously has a fallen out with Eli after Eli because him and Eli go to go to uh seasons like you know sermon their Sunday service. Mm-hmm and i i did laugh a little bit because walton Gogg is at one point you know where billy's like alien's always like this is the most boring you know service i've ever been to aliens over <laughs> to the women next to him and like hands it like a car and goes like hey i've got a much better church you can you come and visit me next sunday
1: yeah and everyone there is just so polite like okay
0: <laughs> he's that like, he's, like, he's canvassing he's pitching people he's selling people on his church in the middle of a service at a rival church uh it's it's ballsy it's, it's ballsy i him that um uh, the highlight of this, we of course, see that he does have them. That's true. At the start of the the, the episode, he stands up uh, out of the bathtub and uh, we see he's cocking balls just hanging out there for all all all, all the glory. Just <laughs> Good do, for him. Do, do, do uh, like I say, the way it's shot, it's clearly a body double, but you know, um, hey So, highlight <laughs> of this this scene later on, though, no, is that John Goodman uh, throws a potato through. <laughs> through the window of the church because <laughs> loses- yeah
1: because um i think the reverend accuses him of being a phony and like coming to his church so that he can remember what it's like to be real yeah and then he breaks the window and then just pulls out a wad of hundred dollar bills like how much will that be yeah. they just like
0: <laughs> yeah just flex it out yeah and, and Bill tries to be slightly more diplomatic and picks them up and puts them in his pocket, as if that's much better. Right. <laughs> um, and of that's course, the, the, the reason they come, actually, is that is that Seasons puts out like a flyer, like, accusing like their family of doing all this bad stuff that they've been accused of over the years. It's, got, it's like a little info info flyer. Um, and also brings up in this scene when he's talking to Eli that, hey, someone from your church came at my house with weapons. and Which they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Eli doesn't know about it, of course, but they did. So... You know keeping that ticking, maybe Eli will find out about it at some point, but I imagine so, yeah. But this all culminates because at the end of this scene, like Seasons kind of nods at a couple of ruffians, like there's a couple of guys who go to the church that he kind of nods at, and this all leads <laughs> up. Uh, Eli by the end of the episode he has a like, kind of heart to heart with the kids. We'll get to that, that plot separately because it's more to do with uh Jesse and uh his sons, but um, he, he's like, Oh, maybe I should go apologize, and he, he's driving to the, the church. This is after uh, because after this scene. They have a fight, and, and Billy like quits because you know he feels looked down upon. So he Eli goes to the store or goes to, goes to the mall where the church is, and it's right that he's doing this that the masked men from Seasons Church are vandalizing and destroying the the church. You know, spray painting the walls. And they're 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 knocking things over and smashing things. But it just so happens that Billy and his wife are there. Billy and Tiffany are there. So they hide and you don't know what's going to happen. Like they're chasing them. Like this show can get dark. We've seen the evidence of that. Like what what are they gonna yeah. do? And they find them. And but just as they find them, luckily John Goodman appears with his with his gun and
1: his golden gun.
0: Yeah, and scares them off. Uh, or scares them from from hurting them. And then right. the end of the <laughs> doesn't episode. Quite scare him off. Well, he scares the clothes off them. <laughs> he does do that. Yeah, he makes them take their clothes off, and it's HBO, so you know we we see all its glory. These uh, you know five middle-aged dudes, most of whom are overweight, um, (laughs) butt-ass naked, and he makes them walk out the mall uh, in front of people naked. Um, I guess I have a slight, just this is a weird nitpick here, but when everyone arrives at the mall, it feels like it's after hours, and then it's like it's empty, it's shut. But when they get forced to walk out at the end of the scene, there's like tons there's of shoppers. People, yeah,
1: yeah, I noticed that too. I'm like, but it's night time. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it was weird. Maybe
1: I, this is winter and days are short?
0: Maybe, yeah. But like the impression I got when the masked men were coming in the front of the church, it felt like the mall was empty. Like, you know, this was after hours. That, that was just the feeling. It wasn't just that it was night. Um,
1: yeah, I thought so too.
0: But, but There so were I mean,
1: cars in the parking lot when he, when he shows up sure like he sees the two cars in in front of the church and then there are cars in the parking lot so
0: yeah that's a small thing it's not a big deal i mean the joke works i mean i wouldn't take it away because the, the joke's funny
1: the joke it works but what really got me is john goodman laughing oh yeah it was so contagious
0: <laughs> yeah they, they bond over like treating these guys this way because uh, there's a moment where Billy's kind of like hesitating, where he first tells him to take their clothes off. He's like, "No, wait a minute now, uh, <laughs> brother Eli." Uh, <laughs> you know, and then that thick Walton Goggins sullen voice that uh, I can't even begin to to mimic.
1: I don't know. He's a treasure, though.
0: Oh, he is. He's so typecast. He's always a racist. Like that is what that is what he's cast as. Like, in um, everything
1: I don't. I guess he's a bit of a racist in Vice Principles but I think he's very. He's very different in um, Vice principles. Sure. and definitely in this in this show, also he's incredibly different.
0: He's very different in this. I feel like Walton Goggins feels like a very similar character usually, but this one does feel a bit different because they're doing the whole evangelical thing. And, um, you know. Yeah, I love crap. the hair
1: and the teeth and the the skin that looks so overly tanned and.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like he's tacky. Burnt. He's he's a tacky tacky <laughs> man. He's like a yuppie from the 80s. Uh, he goes right. to the sunbed yeah. too much even it his like.
1: clothes look very dated but but like money dated
0: yes yes he's spend, spending a lot of money on them it's, it's, it's that classic example of rich people just spend money on crap because they just have money to burn on things yeah
1: yeah
0: uh so that, that was th- that plot uh and it was mostly fun goggins was an interesting addition to the cast uh of course a lot of the main plot revolved as well around jesse and the fact that gideon's back and how he he keeps acting hostile towards them, and mainly jealous that he like even like tried to be successful in anything other than the family business. Because, you know, at one point he's in the car and Gideon's telling the family this story about how he met he ran into Vin Diesel uh, when he was mm-hmm. in when in Hollywood, and he was like, well, uh, you know, those Fast and the Furious are bad. You don't even want to watch them, honey? Because uh, they're just dumb action movies. And you know, Gideon's like, no, they're really about family. <laughs> like, you know, there's was like. No, not and because this is they're about a bunch of different ethnicities. He really emphasizes the syllables and ethnicities. Um, he all he all work ethnicities. together. Ethnicities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's really he's really del- doing the deliveries and those that sort of stuff really good. Um, but he uh, he's like, well, when I was younger, I ran into this person, and they're all like, who? <laughs> he's like,
1: oh. I don't know who it was either. Yeah, I don't I not know.
0: because he said the show, and I heard of the show but I can't remember it, but he's basically like, oh, so now we don't know who this person is. Never watched this show. And I'm like, this is like a show from the 70s. Like, no, none of these kids in 2019 have heard of this, no. No. (laughs) Or your wife, who's like 15 years younger, for that matter. (laughs) Just just to put that out there uh, while we're on the subject. Um, So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of scenes with Gideon uh, Gideon's like literally going through the house at one point actually trying to like, just like taking an itinerary of all the valuables uh, yeah so... in that, uh,
1: inventory of yeah.
0: everything so he wants uh, Scotty to like steal to you know get his money um, it was kind not... of
1: fun to see all the things he was listing though.
0: <laughs> yeah and Scotty's not uh, happy about this he just wants cold hard cash and Gideon's like no that's kind of difficult to just make appear like, I can give you info that's about it right now um, and of course Scotty's still the worst he's just peeing in front of everyone um, and do you know what, do you know what bothered me the most about this peeing scene is that this is just on a, a sort of hygiene level is that he's not even like he starts zipping it back up while it's still peeing like he, he's not even I know
1: it's so funny because I just watched um, Robocop today <laughs> not for the ace but just because I love Robocop and there's I don't know if you remember the scene where they're in the bathroom and making fun of the the older businessman that right. um, what's his name is taking over his spot basically because Robocop is more successful than Ed two Oh nine. Mm. And everybody leaves because they find out the older guy is in the bathroom stall the whole time. And his friend who's like pissing next to him and laughing about it, like just says, Oh, okay, I gotta go. And he like zips up before he leaves, but he's wearing this gray suit and you could just see like the pee, <laughs> the wet spot. Like, Coming through the pants, it's one of the it's one of the best moments.
0: It really bugged me. But, I I was just like you you, you 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 There's no way you don't have dribbles of peeking down your leg as soon as you did that. There's no way.
1: I thought that too, and I looked for it and you can see like his pants are splotchy in the scene.
0: I mean he looks like a mess anyway, so I guess yeah, he's the sort of person He's wearing
1: it? black, so who knows? Like yeah maybe he's you're right, maybe he was just messy anyway. But there's no way he was done. He had a good, solid stream when he started shaking. He did. <laughs> he
0: did. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, at least as far as I'm concerned, that's a myth. I've heard this in movies where you can just shake it off at any point and stop. You can't. At least I can't. <laughs> oh. It's not
1: possible. I'll take your word
0: for it. That's not possible. Oh, I wasn't expecting you. you did need more than my word, Tara. Thank you very much. Would anyone else like scientific evidence? Good. Uh, no. Write <laughs> in. It's right not a
1: detail I need to know.
0: MFTB questions at gmail.com. If you want to know more about my attempts to see if I can t- stop peeing mid- mid-pee, um, I'll, I'll happily know your emails, Um, uh, but you can send them in if you want. <laughs>
1: Don't answer it on our show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on this uh, segment, this week, on bathroom uh, talk. <laughs> bathroom talk. <laughs> I was trying to think of something a little literary. Like bathroom... Bathroom Buddies, <laughs> new segment, new segment, <laughs> Bathroom buddies.
1: You might actually get some views for that.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, we, we have uh, more scenes of conflict, they're at the dinner table, and Jesse can't help but just crack jokes constantly, or not even jokes, it, it just it, little passive aggressive remarks about Gideon, because Gideon's explained that a lot of his scenes that he did, he actually pretended to be a, a, a woman, He you know, he was doing stunts for, for an actress. Uh, it's called wigging, which is a very real thing in the movie industry, and much like it's brought up in this scene, it's a very real thing that uh, female stunt performers are actually kind of like rebelling against it, because it's like, hey, wait a minute, that's that should be our job, like why why using a man for that? Um, and it was such an accepted thing for a long time, and I, it probably just came from the fact that for a long time it, pros, it was probably just mostly male stunt uh, performers, uh, you know, the vast majority were. Yeah. Um, or at least maybe a spe- specific. There was
1: a really funny line in this uh, conversation though, where they were talking about like, I think a woman should pretend to play a woman who's pretending to play a woman who's falling or something like that. Yeah, the way yeah, it was yeah. delivered was really funny.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> Which that. Made
1: it sound kind of ridiculous
0: because every time Jesse brought it up after this, he kept he kept saying oh, your son wants to run away to Hollywood and pretend to be a woman. Like, you know, that was the way he kept phrasing it.
1: Like, that's what all he took from it. Yeah. Like, how can I make this into an insult? Yeah.
0: Yeah. All, all he took from it was, was uh, basically it's some transphobic thoughts. So that was basically all he got from it. Um, and uh, BJ is, you know, very progressive. Uh, he's, he's the one that sticks <laughs> out because he's like, no, I mean, as much as you know you've lost some work there, uh, you know, we should be progressing this way and women should be getting these jobs. And, well, he's right. Like, he's he's sitting at a table where everyone else is like these, like, hardcore religious conservatives who are like, what? <laughs> so, shut up, BJ. Um, and why is Keith not at this dinner? I feel like Keith's important enough to be at this dinner. I mean, I, th- I think the family they get the priorities in straight.
1: Um, I think Keith is a friend, but not part of the family, so...
0: Well, they're idiots and don't know who's important to them all right so bj is barely you know like they're not married yet like come on you're right they're not even supposed to be living together living in sin. yeah that's a that's a secret that they're living together <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> uh,
1: you're right i did notice the lack of keith in this episode too it
0: hurt me It hurt me deeply um I did de- actually the funniest thing in the episode though is uh, after perusing the footage again, uh, Jesse decides to have a meeting with the little entourage, right? And he basically, well, one one of the guys like is made like commemorative coins for them all because they've all been through this together, and they they all basically say we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the name and he's like, No, we're not having this. This is like this is this is admission. <laughs> no, give me the coins. Give me the coins. And he makes it feel like shit. But that's not I mean, that's funny, but that wasn't the part I laughed a lot at. It's when he accuses hmm. the other guy, because like, oh okay, well, looking at the footage, this guy's slender and he's got a bit of a swagger, so he may be a performer. And hey you, uh you know Chick, Rick or whatever his name was, you you, uh you're a guitarist. Do you got a bit of a swagger, like, what are you suggesting? And he like pulls out like a, a knife and he's like really threatening. Yeah, him.
1: like a switchblade.
0: And there's, there's, there's a there's a lot of nice little jokes here where he's like, and you're the one who got the the whores the the night we uh we that footage was taken. He's like, No, I didn't you did. He's, and there's this little moment where McBride just sort of looks over and says like, Uh but are you introduced me to her though. <laughs> like there's, there's, <laughs> it keeps sort of going like that. But the part that really made me laugh is Gideon comes in the room and they act like nothing's like happening. And you just hear uh, this guy behind Jesse go, "Help! Help!
1: Did he say help? Did he say help? Like, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. No, we're we're praying." <laughs> uh,
0: so that scene really did make me laugh. Um, and then, then after the dinner scene, they all have a, a heart attack because you know because Eli heard what they said about him to, to to Billy about having a stick up his ass and how he's he's been rough ever since their mum died and he has this heart to heart and then that's what makes him go off and speak to speak to billy and save him at the end um and was that was obviously that i think that's all the plot actually
1: yeah there was a there was a moment at the dinner scene um where uh jesse is basically yelling at his not gideon but the the middle child oh
0: yeah he's got a weird name it was a uh, pontius
1: yeah, Pontius.
0: Pontius. Oh, yeah, that's how pronounced it. Yeah, Pontius.
1: And um, because he tells him like, I don't remember what it was.
0: it, it, was, c- it, him. it was complaining He was complaining that it wasn't his dinner properly, even though it's like mac and cheese and mac and cheese is disgusting. Um, fight me on that, people. You can fight me. Um, and he's like, oh, there's no there's arguments no-. me. put water on it and, they get to it. and then he just tells me to go F himself, basically. Right? He says, yeah. shut the F up, old man. Um, it's right. like, what'd you say? It's like, oh, you want me to go to the room so they can't see you hitting me? It's like, I never said I was going to hit you.
1: <laughs> right, and he tells uh, him to leave. Yeah, like yells at him across uh, the table while everyone's like super uncomfortable.
0: And then blames it on getting for uh, running.
1: There, there is a nice shot of his wife, where you could see that she is incredibly frustrated because he's pushing another uh-huh. son away after she just got one back. And but she's in that awkward place where she's only able to praise him all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so just a nice little shot of her thinking, "This is going to come back."
0: Did you enjoy the very erotic scene where he threw a wiener in her mouth, and the scene ended with her just with a wiener sticking out of her mouth? Did, did you? Uh,
1: yeah, super erotic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, I like seeing them together. They're really fun together oh they
0: are Those are funny uh, no I mean I, I think uh, this episode uh, suffers a little bit because there's no Keith and it doesn't get quite as outrageous as the last two but it's gen- genuinely quite amusing a lot of the time mm-hmm. uh, the interest of Goggins is really fun and yeah you know dealing with the character dynamics a little bit yeah. I think
1: again the show is just is just telling us that there's no way to predict where it's going to go for the next episode
0: yeah, because I, I feel like I, I thought the conflict with uh, with seasons was going to be like a one or two episode thing, and it feels like it's going to be all season though. It feels like this is going to keep escalating. Uh, uh, who knows? Because <laughs> once Eli tells Jesse about what happened, if he does, like Jesse's probably going to want to go and like you know get everyone together to go over and like smash his church in or something. Um, yeah, you know, so we'll, we'll go from one potato in a window to spray painting over some paintings and kicking over some chairs to know jesse like blowing up the whole thing or something i don't know <laughs> like
1: yeah we're gonna go straight into church wars yeah church turf wars
0: <laughs> i kick ass for the lord um that's <laughs> a reference to a uh, brain dead for anyone who <laughs> didn't get it um unfortunately I my my new zealand accent is uh lacking uh but it's a great clip where uh the demons or whatever attacking you know next near a priest and the priest that comes out. i kick ass for the lord and he's, he's thick New Zealand accent and it's the greatest thing ever um, <laughs> greatest thing ever also known as dead alive it was dead alive in, in the states uh, because maybe they didn't want people to feel offended that the word saying they're brain dead or something I don't know
1: I don't know uh, that doesn't sound like us
0: yes you're not self-aware enough to know you're brain dead you're right <laughs> what cheap shots I'm sorry it's easy
1: i'm canadian that's,
0: that's true you are canadian <laughs> canadians are, are polite and friendly um that, that's the canadian stereotype the american stereotype is fat and stupid um hmm. not that i think americans are all like that i don't i, I love many of you but that is the, the st- if you if you have people are cracking jokes about america that's what cr- it's the same with like the french you'll, you'll say that they're arrogant and smelly is what you see about french people if you're doing the the jokes um
1: they do like their wine and baguettes.
0: And escargot. cargo <laughs> and lots of cheeses that aren't free. Oh that that really like expensive cheese that has like maggots in it. Oh my god. Oh what no mm. part of it. What no part Ugh. of it?
1: Oh. <laughs> can't say I know it.
0: Oh no. And you know, I I'd heard about that on a TV show once and then I saw it in a movie and like the, the character took a bite of it and it was like the most disgusting thing I have ever seen in my life. I wonder. No, yeah, I'm all right. thank <laughs> you. Oh dear, I've given up cheese though, so no cheese for me—not even cheddar.
1: Yeah, I'm vegan. So <laughs> yeah, you're vegan. I'm not. I don't eat cheese anymore either. I'm I don't not. eat anything gross.
0: That's not entirely true.
1: <laughs> I've, I mean, there's uh, nothing gross about vegetables. It's just personal taste. Like, I don't eat anything that could be gross. Like, nothing that gets left out too long and spoils or made from uh lactations of a mammal that's gross
0: (laughs) i've tried to quit lactations from mammals but i'm just i like it too much so i'm still I'm, I'm, i'm still into it it's addictive anyway uh, this is a bit off the rails at the end as it usually does uh, so you can let us know what you thought of this episode of the righteous gemstones you can uh, get us on the, the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show uh, like and subscribe do the usual things uh, rate the audio version of the podcast uh, five stars on apple podcast or wherever you listen to it because uh, it helps us out a lot and uh, you know the, the services spread it out and search results and things like that more um, you can support us financially tara how can they do
1: that why you can check out our patreon page it's patreon.com slash tv and you can donate as well as a dollar per month which helps us out a lot and you'll get bonus stuff like bonus episode of the other show we do called the ace which is our science fiction movie review show you can check that out
0: there you go even plug show. Uh, everything that was necessary. Uh, I'll, I'll just plug a couple of things. Me and Carl just did TV-wise. We did the first episode of Carnival Row from Amazon Prime and the first episode of Dark Crystal, The Age of Resistance from Netflix. Um, I'm not a fantasy person, so both had a lot of things to overcome for me to to like it. Um, yeah. And did they? You got
1: stuff coming up, though, right? Go. Like Watchmen?
0: We do, oh, Watchmen? Make- yeah, we don't have a date for that yet. I mean, that's... uh. Sometime oh, this year. Though, right? It's yeah. It there says sometime this year, but I think it'll be November at the earliest now, because you know HBO have got all the September stuff kind of announced and lined up. So it's oh. p- probably going to be at the very earliest, early October. Um, what we do have lined up though, there's like a bunch of Netflix stuff starting over September that we're trying. I mean, will we like it and keep it and do the whole seasons? It depends on the shows. Uh, but there's a Sasha Baron Cohen uh, spy show called The Spy. <laughs> um, it's not a comedy. You think it is because it's Sasha Baron Cohen, but no, there's He's in a serious <laughs> role. Um, there's a, a French show about a witch. It's a horror show um, that I'm uh, going to be trying. <laughs> uh, Ryan Murphy's new show, The Politician, which is like a satire, uh, is starting in September. Uh, there's a superhero show uh, about a kid who's got powers and the mum's try to raise him called Raising Dion, which is produced by Michael B. Jordan at the end of the month starting <laughs> on Netflix. No way.
1: Adonis Creed?
0: <laughs> the Adonis Creed is producing a TV show, yes.
1: Well, I'll have to check that out.
0: <laughs> so, if you're on audio feed, uh, you'll find all those Netflix reviews on the almost cancelled Netflix originals reviews feed. Uh, so, we've got two TV feeds. We've got the the Netflix one. We've got all the the rest, which is the almost cancelled TV reviews feed. Uh, so, yeah, just because there's so much Netflix content and we try a lot of it. So, uh, but that's it. So, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got? Any lactation, <laughs> lactation, lactating mammals. Ugh,
1: stop. <laughs> stop the show. <laughs>